Welcome, everybody, to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Josh Denhart, and we're super, super grateful that you're here. Today is kind of an exciting day in that we have a different kind of co-host here with me. It is my dear wife, Sarah. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Excited. Yeah, it's kind of our first run at doing a podcast together. We've got the headphones on. We've yes, got we our do. mics. Mm-hmm. Well, this is good. Hey, we are excited. We were we would ask that you would do three simple things for us. Number one, would you download, if you haven't already, would you download the Apple Podcast app? Find the Lead Volunteers Podcast scroll down and give us a five-star rating. And if, if the, the most important thing for us, quite honestly, is if you would leave us a review. We'd love it if it was a positive review, but that really helps us out. So if you would download the Apple Podcast app, if you would give us a five-star rating, help us by, by leaving a comment, if you would. That'd be huge. Yeah, and it just helps people find the podcast. It yeah. opens it up for more people to listen and learn. It does. So that's one of our goals. Uh, so we want to share that with you. In addition, you can follow us, both Josh and Sarah, on Facebook and on Instagram. We're not too hard to find. But guess what? Today, our topic uh, is the issue of vulnerability. Now, if I were to try to define vulnerability, I would say that it's it's providing others with an opportunity to possibly hurt you. Uh, that would be vulnerability. Sarah, how would you what would you say about vulnerability? I mean, like when I when I seek to not be as self-protected, I'm putting my space myself in a space of vulnerability. Would you say that that makes sense to you? Yes, vulnerability basically is just sharing where you are and not having a mask mm-hmm. or and I'm going to say an inappropriate filter because you have to use wisdom in what you share with people and when. Um, but it's just it's sharing, sharing where you are in an mm-hmm. open way to live honestly. And also it helps people a in their own life to not feel alone and be to be curious and engage about what mm-hmm. it would look like for them, their own selves to possibly open live up. in that way. Yeah. It's just it's very freeing. Yeah. So that's our topic today is is how you as a leader can live in a space of vulnerability. Would you also say, Sarah, that vulnerability could also, in our context, we could could we interchange the word transparency, that you live a life that's transparent? When I have heard Rebecca Lyons describe these two, mm-hmm. she is really good in articulating this, is that transparency is sharing where you have been mm-hmm. and vulnerability is sharing where you are. So I think they do like go right hand now, in hand. where you are right yes, now. Yes, but I mean, there might be, transparency might be a little more like looking in the rear view mirror mm-hmm. and sharing that, that you've, that, what you've gained in a different season and yeah. maybe then the vulnerability is, you know, how it plays into your life right now. Does that That's make good. sense? Absolutely. Okay. Certainly does. So given those two things, our goal today is to challenge you as the leader, the ministry leader, that you would lead with his, like transparency about your history, which leads us to being vulnerable in a moment right now. Now, the reason that we want you as a leader to live and lead with transparency as well as with vulnerability is that both Sarah and I believe that you have to go first. Mm -hmm. You have to go first as a leader because when you go first as a leader, that primes the pump for others. Sarah, could you speak to that? 
yes, it's just it's having the mentality of wanting to create healthy communities around you and somebody has to go first and you can all sit and stare at each other Mm -hmm. waiting for the moment for somebody to go first or you can be the leader and go first and so it's scary to step out and even it you know it as you're practicing vulnerability and you're making it a rhythm and a pattern in your life it's still intimidating and takes Mm -hmm. work and it's that conscious I'll go first because it opens up doors for other people. Right. So our pastor, our pastor at church, uh, Sarah and I lead a house group. And, you know, we've we've been in ministry a long time. And in, in this particular season, we're in a role as house group leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one thing that, he's, what, that he talks about is a jailbreak moment. Do you remember mm-hmm. when he spoke about that? Mm-hmm. Speak about that because I think that's really powerful. Yeah, we were talking about how in your openness and you're going first, it it allows somebody else to see themselves maybe beyond their own bars and have what you know he was referring to as a jailbreak moment to to break free of something. Yeah, so for instance, you if if you've ever watched those interesting those interesting um like a movie, right? Where where all of a sudden all of the doors open to like all of a sudden they like the somehow in the control grid something went and malfunctioned and all of the prison doors open simultaneously and so that word that's the word picture that we want to have you have you envision that you as a leader when you lead with vulnerability that somehow in the spirit can literally like simultaneously open the doors for 15 20 25 people around you and they're like oh my word they went first i see that my door just opened i could step out as well and that's i think what we all long to see in the communities around us is healthy people walking in freedom not being jailed but broken out of there and being free to live out their callings absolutely uh now the interesting thing sarah early on you said a lot of really important things as we kind of kicked <laughs> off. And one of the important things was um, knowing, knowing, being an, an intelligent enough leader to know like what depth of vulnerability is called for in this moment or what depth of vulnerability is called for in front of these particular people. Can you speak to that? Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, vulnerability does not mean bearing your soul about all of the things to all of the people all of the time okay that's say, not it so let's let's I, I i that's worth saying again because you know when i first became a christian sarah i i lived with everything like what do they say like like living your life on your sleeve or something like oh, that wearing your heart on wearing your, your heart on your sleeve yeah. so i when i first became a christian i didn't have I don't want to say I didn't have a filter, but I didn't have a context to know. And so I shared everything mm-hmm. about my past and about what was going on. And so talk about that. Say that phrase again. I think that's really important. Right. Yeah. So it does not mean bearing your soul about all of the things to all of the people all of the time. But there are times when. Yes. And I think especially so for us in ministry, because. Mm-hmm. Good word. We have to carry a lot and we have to hold more than 
we can often publicly express. You know, people are coming to you with so much that you're you're mm-hmm. bearing bearing the weight of or walking through with them, and um, also within your ministry S- relationships staff col- yeah, and staff, staff culture, culture yeah. and you're carrying more than your face is allowed to show. And so there's there's real parameters that exist on what can be shared and with whom kind of we've referred to it, Josh, as a ministry muzzle, so to speak. Yes. Now, the funny thing is that's a, that's a negative take because there have been times where we've had a ministry muzzle, right? Where it can, it's, either, it's either knowing the wisdom of when to speak and knowing the wisdom when you shouldn't. So I want you to speak about that. But the funny thing is, is that there is a ministry muzzle and that is unhealthy, Mm -hmm. but there is biblical godly wisdom and that is healthy. Now there are times where we were in a ministry context and there were just the, and you've probably, you may have been there in your church as well, listener, that that there were just things that were just, you know, were taboo at your church Mm -hmm. you shouldn't speak about or something like this. Mm -hmm. That's the ministry muzzle and that's so unhealthy. Right. And that is you know, a a twisted version of control of what you are allowed and not allowed to talk about. Right. And and those are hard, hard, hard things. And so that's the negative version, the Mm -hmm. ministry muzzle. But then there's this piece of just godly wisdom and intelligence Mm -hmm. to know when to and when not to speak. Yes. And that's just the the wisdom and knowing and an, an acceptance of yourself in the presence of others. And like you said earlier, that willingness to go first, to be extremely open about not having it all together. No, that's the that's that's really where it starts, mm-hmm. right? So let's set aside for a moment the challenges of the internal drama and possible trauma of your mm-hmm. church. Okay, because mm-hmm. let's let's just let's table that mm-hmm. and say that. Okay, before we table it though, mm-hmm. I do want to say that anybody who's in a ministry context, you might know that another staff person is going to leave. Mm-hmm. So you you have to, you, you might be sick inside about mm-hmm. it. You might be sick because of the reasons that they're going to leave, whatever. And so you have to be, you can't share that at this time. And, and that's the part about having your face. You have to wear that ministry muzzle. You can't be open about that. That's not what we're really talking about today. Because guess what? There is a conversation down the road, I think, where we talk about those challenges inside of a ministry sure. context. Today, what about just my own personal self and my own um, honest approach to what's happening in my life? I mean, one time we were on a Zoom call with some national leaders, and both of us were just compl- and we were just both transparent. We were mm-hmm. both exhausted. We were both in- scared about Corona. It was the very beginning of, of Corona. Corona, and yeah, and those leaders. <laughs> Those leaders were were floored and they said, it's so refreshing to see you guys be honest about where you are this moment. That is a sense of vulnerability. So let's mm-hmm. go with that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I think that we really seek to embody and live that because the enemy thrives in silence right. and in lack of community and in the absence of that transparency and vulnerability and that false narrative that well they have it all together and they have it all together and they have it all together and they have it all together which isn't true what and especially with social media there's a lot of image curating happening where 
we want to be image bearers and to be an image bearer means being real being about who, what's going on right. in my life and so living living that way is just incredibly it's, important it is and so as a leader in the ministry if you can in the places and spaces with those who you're walking with you're discipling truly discipling and truly truly like peeling back the layers and letting them see your life you don't need to lead with a sense of false perfection Mm -hmm. and that's not healthy Mm -hmm. leading with your true self and not you know a false self and and because and if you're seeking to live in that way and creating healthier communities where you're honest with yourself with one another about your desires your hopes your dreams the times you mess up the things that Mm -hmm. are hard Mm -hmm. the things that you're you're struggling with being able to have those conversations with that vulnerability and authenticity and taking responsibility in those areas that impacts the culture in a very beautiful and healthy way and the friendships that I have where there is that level of openness and honesty and vulnerability there is a true sense of depth and health there that I could break into tears I'm so thankful yes and and so then so we want that with our with our volunteer teams we want that with the people who are leading close Mm -hmm. to us and in a sense you know getting our they're they're getting our dust on them and we're walking Mm -hmm. closely through this this season the last thing I want by the way I mean I've said this for years, far more is caught than is taught. Mm-hmm. And so you as a leader, are are, are you modeling mm-hmm. what it looks like to be honest and transparent? Now, again, mm-hmm. um, there's there's layers and levels of, of discernment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are times where I come in, let's say I'm coming into a teaching situation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to put your game face on mm-hmm. and rock and roll, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> right. And, and, we were both former, like, educators and so that i mean yeah you you just go (laughs) you just go you just go and you do your thing and there are times where every single one of us in a ministry context if you haven't been in it very long you're going to experience this Mm -hmm. that you're it's like it's time Mm -hmm. it is time and so you have to you have to proceed forward and lead so it, it doesn't mean that you stand up on stage and you say hey Everybody, I got the mic. I'm just really in a bad space. Are you Mm-mm. kidding me? No, we've been in situations where people have done that, and it's extraordinarily awkward because it's, it's the it's, inappropriate place. It's the place wrong to share. place, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I we're both looking at each <laughs> other right now, and I think we're possibly thinking of the same one. However, uh, but you know that's that's not an appropriate place. Right. But where is is in front of. In front of your 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 twelve, your mm-hmm. three, your mm-hmm. one, and if you've been a part of the Lead Volunteers podcast or the Lead Volunteers membership, Jesus had the twelve. He had Peter, James, and John, and he had John. And the reality is that Jesus Himself went to the three, and He said, "I'm to the point of, I, I'm I'm overwhelmed in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. to the point of sorrow, to the point of death, and you know, so we need to be real in front of our people. That's the facts." Yes. And yes. I think that, I think that it, it's scary. Now, l- l- and it takes practice. Talk right? about that. You have to, you know, you're gonna dip your toe in the water, and okay, that 
that I did, I did okay. I didn't, I didn't die. I, right. I, I, and then you're going to just continue to test it out and walk forward and practice. And when you yeah. practice something more than once and you continue to try it, it becomes this rhythm and this pattern in your life of just how of health, you live. A pattern health, of health. Right. Okay. So Sarah and I are very pro counseling and we've, we've individually been in counseling, huge fan. We've together as a couple, we've been in counseling. We do counseling. I mean, some, a couple stopped by our house last mm-hmm. night. They were there for an hour and a half and yep. we were leading them in a counseling mm-hmm. way. Taking right? our kids to counseling and we exactly. talk about it very, very openly. It's not a taboo topic. No, no, no. But through counseling, one of the things that you and I figured out is that everybody has atrophied muscle groups mm-hmm. In certain ways. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for instance, you're saying test out this vulnerability thing. Somebody like myself, personality wise, it is not a scary thing for me to be transparent and open and honest and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Is that an extroverted trait? I have no idea. It's it's a trait that I have. I'm not afraid. Mm -hmm. Other people, they're like, wow, I don't know if I could do that. Well, it's a muscle group. Yeah, uh, totally. And just like with physical exercise, you work to strengthen a muscle, I would challenge you to spend some time in the vulnerability gym. Yeah, right on. And and begin to exercise that muscle. You don't go out and run a marathon the first day you try. You you do small incremental training days to work up to that. And so begin to work to develop that vulnerability muscle and strengthen it and yes. become familiar with it and know how it how it works and and get the feel get the vibe mm-hmm. now let me ask you this question sarah where should somebody start and with whom should someone start because i have to say uh, now we often when we do pre-marriage counseling we often talk about family of origin mm-hmm. right and so you know your family of origin wasn't the most vulnerable wasn't the most vulnerable group mm-hmm. and in terms of being being okay to talk openly so let me ask you this would you want who like how could somebody start where should somebody start because people are coming to this conversation today on the podcast from very different points of origin mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah i think you you begin with those closest to you your mm-hmm. you, your closest circle of friends people who you have a a, a track record with so to say you where yep. you've you know you've maybe already had some conversations or you they know you well enough that you feel safe there to start you know with a mm-hmm. safe person um you know obviously your spouse i would hope that you could be vulnerable with them with your close circle of friends around you exactly and so so those testing grounds are with people that you have a little history with have a little safety with mm-hmm. but then you begin to expand your circle mm-hmm. and you begin to test the waters with with volunteers with people that you're serving very 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 closely with and mm-hmm. the funny thing is it's a jailbreak mm-hmm. it is and i promise you that I've, as i have really embraced this over the last number of years i can't think of the number right now but people have said to me i've watched and i've listened and i've learned and i've been encouraged and you know it's very important that 
and they're that watching. I learned you. this. Okay, that, you but know, they're, watching they're watching you do this. Yes, and that's giving them the keys. Yes, and to do in their own. And, and so it's kind of like a monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And <clears throat> even with our children, I think that they're seeing. We're trying to model vulnerability yes. and model reality. Um, but as you said earlier, there is a there is a squeaky clean plastic veneer social media but also in christianity too there is and they i i'll be very very blunt and honest there are going to be people who are going to be afraid of your vulnerability and looking at themselves in the mirror and not having that skill and they don't know what to do they know what they don't know what to do with it but then they're they might pull back because it's scary for them to to interact with authenticity does that make sense it it really does so i just i want to throw that out there that not everybody is going to run and be like a raging fan and oh my goodness thank you so much for living this way like people (laughs) are going to be scared of what it it, what it uncovers in their own life of what they're uncomfortable to to let does, does that make sense? It does. I'm having okay. a hard time no, 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 verbalizing no. it because I'm... Okay, so let's think of this jailbreak moment for a second. Mm-hmm. And this idea, right, that you go first and all of a sudden, like at the guard booth or whatever, the button that says open all. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to bust out yes. and some people are going to, they're going to stay in those shadows and yes. go, I don't know about this. Because it feels safer that's to right. them to, to stay closed that's off. That's right. It does. And so what you're saying. And I don't believe that's how Jesus has called us to live because that's not true community. Keep going. Yes, I would agree with you. So the funny thing is, is that some people are going to, they're standing at the gate or at the the jail door and they're wanting out and you have been that jailbreak person. And some people are going to be completely freaked out and be like, I don't even have context. I see that. Maybe they even want it, but it's number one, either foreign for them or they're completely freaked out. Mm-hmm. So we should not be afraid. In other words, right. you would be experiencing a good case of the normals yes. if you saw people who did did not have a category for this. Yes. Now, in that front, you and I have said, we think that they have atrophied muscles. Mm-hmm. And so then we're giving grace mm-hmm. to them. Yes. We're saying that they're new to this. They're not a bad person. Right. They're just new. This is a yes. new type of language to them. They don't understand that language set. Right. right. Um, well, listen, I think this is a great conversation. I would love to continue this conversation. Uh, Sarah, thank you. Yeah, this thanks has been for asking super me. Super fun. Now, here's the deal uh, we want you to test out being a vulnerable leader, find a, a safe place find a safe space and begin to be transparent about your past, which leads us to today. Try it out. Give us a shout out about what, how vulnerability has gone for you. So the end of the day, you as a leader are setting the tone. Could you be a jailbreak moment starter? Well, gang, this has been the lead volunteers podcast. We are so grateful that you're here. Please, please uh, do download the Apple podcast app, scroll down give us a review by writing and typing in something special and also give us a five star hey guys thank you so much and we'll see you next time